Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Well, welcome to the Van D podcast. Man, I'm glad you're here today and I I'm excited to talk to you about a topic I love and that's talking about underdogs. I love underdogs. You know, when I'm watching sports where they're supposed to get beat really bad and they come back and win, especially in the NCAA tournament when a low low seed beats a real high seed, just makes things more interesting. And you know, when underdogs win, it usually changes their whole life, their outlook, makes them believe that they can do anything. So I'm anxious to talk to you about loving an underdog. I have, I have been an underdog over half my life, ladies and gentlemen. I say over half because in my early 20s, I finally realized there's nothing I can't do if I put my heart, my mind, and my soul into something. When I learned to focus on my mission and I developed I developed an unstoppable work ethic. There was little doubt in my mind where I was headed. I would eventually not be the hunter, rather the hunted. And ladies and gentlemen, I liked it. Growing up, I'm I'm just being completely real and laying it on the table with you. Growing up, not much was expected of me except you were guaranteed to laugh being around me because I loved being silly, and I still do today. In my late teens and early 20s, I had no clue what I wanted to do when I grew up. And then, drum roll, early 20s, late teens, somewhere around there, I don't know, it was 100 years ago, I saw this movie that came out called Rocky. You guys, Pat, you know the movie Rocky. I mean, you weren't probably born yet because I know you're only like 12, right? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat. Hello, Pat. (laughs) Parkville Media in the house. So seeing the movie Rocky, and I'm going to tell you something. I always believe in... In certain moments can change your life, certain things you see, someone encouraging you, anything, someone saying you matter, someone says you've got it, you got the skill, you can handle this, can change your life. I didn't have any of that. But then I saw Rocky. That was the beginning of my change. For those of you who have never seen Rocky, let me just give you a brief. It's a story about a less than average, and even less than average than that, a less than average boxer boxer with very little to show for it. Lived in a little teeny studio apartment. He had nothing. And then one day he began this work ethic where he developed a work ethic that he worked out. He ran He was on a mission. He was focused. And moving forward, that eventually put him in the ring for the heavyweight championship of the world, and it changed 
his life. Even though he didn't win, it changed his life. That was the movie that changed my life forever. He changed was because of his mindset and his work ethic. That was me. I saw this underdog guy that was supposed to get knocked out in the first two seconds of the first round, and he stuck it out throughout the entire fight and won on a decision. I want to tell you something. Underdogs have the ability to become anything they want to be. So what's really amazing, which I don't believe in coincidence, but what's really amazing is the group Survivor, who did the theme song for all the Rocky movies. 20 years later, when I had my company, D-Brilty, I was looking for a recording studio and artist to record my jingle. The lady at the recording studio I found in Memphis, Tennessee said, well, what kind of a theme are you looking for? And I said, you know what? My favorite movie 20 years ago was Rocky. If you could give me something with that energy as our, our jingle for D-Brilty, I would love it. And she kind of chuckled on the other end. And she goes, so you like the theme songs from the Rocky movies? I said, yes. She goes, well, I'll be glad to tell my husband that. Her husband was Jimmy Jameson, the lead singer of Survivor, who did all the Rocky movies. She said to me, how would you like it if I could get him in the studio to record your jingle? Ladies and gentlemen, I went nuts. And it was really cool because people would hear my jingle on the radio, and they would call me and say, that sounds like the same group that did the Rocky theme songs. And I said, it was. Isn't that amazing how that, cha that movie changed my life and 20 years later? The, the group is singing my theme songs. I don't believe in coincidence that was supposed to happen. So, like I said, I love underdogs. Jenny Han said, victory is a thousand times sweeter when you're the underdog. And ladies and gentlemen, I can attest to that. So why am I such a fan of the underdogs? Because normally they try harder. They are usually out to prove somebody wrong. Underdogs are usually out to prove somebody wrong. Somebody says you can't. You'll never be successful. Their motivation is to prove them wrong. In my case, I was out to prove myself right. I didn't care about proving everybody else wrong. There's no room for another real estate company in our town. You'll never be a force, you'll never be successful, da-da-da-da. I didn't want to prove them right. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of proving them wrong. I wanted to prove myself right. When I started D. Realty in 1993, no one in the industry gave us a chance. They, the majority of them bet against me. Well, 16 years later, those same naysayers were impressed to say the least, and we became one of the largest independent real estate firms in the Midwest with over 350 people of a company that I started in my 200-square-foot basement. Now, I'm not saying all this to impress you. I'm saying this to impress upon you 
to believe in underdogs. Believe in people that have an incredible work ethic. And believe in people that walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, all it takes is one person to believe in you. And you will remember them forever. And I'm going to identify, because if, if somebody believes in you, even one person, when everybody else is naysaying and you're the underdog, if one person believes in you, it may be all the inspiration you need. Maybe that's it. One of my believers, somebody that believed in me, is a gentleman named George Akers. And I hope he gets to hear this podcast. If you guys know George, tell him to listen to this. George Akers is retired. He was the president of First Mortgage, which is a national mortgage company. They did great business. And they had an office in Omaha, Nebraska, where Deeb Realty originated. We only had like 10 agents in our firm. And this guy was the president of a big mortgage company. George treated us like we were the largest firm in America. We had 10 agents. But he played a huge role, always asking us, what can we do to help? How can we help you? They did nice things for us to show us that they believed in us. George and his company were with us every step of the way from underdog to prosperity. George believed in us, and so did his staff. What's really cool is over the many years, couple decades, George became one of my spiritual leaders that I will be forever grateful for. Sometimes George Akers just had words that made me feel at ease. So, before I go any further, i got to ask you a question, and I want you to think about this. Have you encouraged an underdog? Let them know you believe in them. Ask yourself that. When was the last time you you saw somebody that was trying to build something from scratch, a business, or started a new job, or a new sales career, or became a, a parent, an unexpected parent? Have you ever encouraged an underdog and let them know you believe in them? If not, it's never too late to show someone you do. Never too late to help them. Never too late to support them. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, all underdogs want is for you to look at them in their eyes and say, you got this. You can do this. I believe in you. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's somebody you just met. The power of humans believing in other humans is off the charts. It was for me. Let me tell you what excites me today, what really excites me. I've accomplished a ton in my life, and, you know, when you've done something over and over again, you start realizing what really makes you happy. 
What really excites me today is watching someone with drive, desire, determination, and a work ethic to be the best they can possibly be. Maybe they want to be number one in their company. Maybe they want to be the best real estate agent. Maybe they want to be the best parent. Maybe they want to be the best employee or the best manager. I will believe in that person. I will support that person. I will encourage that person and always let them know they have what it takes just as much as anyone else does. So I know if you think about it, you're going to have some really killer underdog stories. They may be sports or they may be real life underdog stories. One of my favorites, and some of you that weren't around at this time, look it up, watch the video. One of my favorite underdog stories in sports is the 1980 USA men's hockey team. In what would become known as the miracle on ice. Wow. One of the coolest. Pat, what's the name of the of the coach? Mike, uh, I met him at a fundraiser and I got to visit with him. Yeah, please Google that. I should have known that before I got on my podcast. Espinoza? Okay, well, the guy that coached the USA hockey team was in Omaha, Nebraska at a fundraiser, and I got to go a little early and visit with him. It was really cool. This was known as the Miracle on Ice, the 1980 USA hockey Olympic hockey team, a squad of amateurs and college stars put together last minute, ladies and gentlemen, faced off against the Soviets, which the Soviets was a well-established, cohesive team who had already proven their dominance on the world stage over and over. USA's victory against the Soviets became iconic with Al Michaels' line, the, the sportscaster, do you believe in miracles? I get chills even thinking about when he said that, do you believe in miracles? Mike Ruzioni. Mike that's who I met. That was the coach of the USA hockey team. And it, it was really cool meeting a guy that has such a place in history. So, thanks, Pat. The Americans then would come from behind to beat out Finland in the finals. If you have never watched, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never watched the final period of this game, please do. It will excite and elevate you, maybe not for yourself, but for all those people out there that want to experience what they did. Now, this is crazy, but 40 years later, I got chills in me just talking about it. I literally have chills in me, and it's not because Pat doesn't pay the heat bill and I'm cold in here. This gives me chills. So ultimately, being an underdog allows you to see a bigger, clearer picture. There's so much more to do, and starting from the bottom gives you a unique perspective about what it takes to move your business to the next level. Being an underdog can be tough, I'm telling you from experience, but it teaches you important skills as a business owner and a human being. One, the ability to be humble. Empathetic and understanding are emotionally intelligent skills that you can develop when you're starting out. Especially like me when you don't have any big backers to fall back on. 
In truth, other people connect to people when they are open, honest, and authentic. This was one of the vulnerabilities I had. Being transparent about your status or vulnerabilities as a business can help consumers connect with me better. They just do. They see the real person and they want to support you. The power of the underdog can be what makes your business distinctive and stand out from the crowd. Now a business underdog. In 1976, Apple was incorporated by a couple young college dropouts named Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. They had a third partner named Ronald Wayne who sold the share his share of Apple for 800 bucks 3 months later. I would think he got pretty bummed out. Well anyway, the CEO of Dell Computers, Michael Dell, once stated that if he possessed any shares of Apple, he would liquidate the company and give all the shareholders their money back in Dell. Jobs did well by proving him wrong. This guy did not believe in Apple, and these guys proved him wrong. So one thing that you can count on about being an underdog, William Shakespeare said it best, love me or hate me. Both are in my favor. If you love me, I'll always be in your heart. If you hate me, I'll always be in your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, that's an underdog. One more scenario of an underdog is Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield. They were childhood best friends. They begin their journey by enrolling in a $5 ice cream making course. And in 1978, these entrepreneurs scraped up $12,000 in order to open their first store in an old gas station. In 1980, they distributed to local grocery and mom and pop stores out of Cohen's Volkswagen. Listen to this, Haagen-Dazs, which was a Pillsbury company, attempted to halt their distribution and was trying to make it difficult for Ben and Jerry to kick off their ice cream company. So they started this campaign saying, what's the doughboy afraid of? Which, of course, is Pillsbury's logo. Ben and Jerry's ice, homemade ice cream in 1999, 1999 sold to a company called Unilever for $326 million. How's that for an underdog? So I can relate to that story of somebody trying to hold you back on a much smaller level. When I first opened my company, the principals of one of the oldest real estate firms in Omaha tried to keep our company from growing. And actually, uh, it's kind of a bummer because they did some nasty things to try to keep us from growing. And I'm not going to get into details, but you know what I can tell you? It came back to bite them in the rear years later, and then they wanted to buy us because we made too much noise. So I want to tell you something. Silver Spooners, you out there? where everything was handed to you, hey, I don't think any less. I've got a lot of friends like that. But you guys that were silver spooners should be really nice to your competitors because you never know when they're going to come back and be more successful than you are. Plus, I think it's your obligation to be good to your competitors. Maybe you weren't born with a silver spoon in your mouth. You're starting from the very bottom like I did. But your spirit to succeed burns brighter than ever. 
The dog determination to make a better life for ourselves or turn our passion into a profitable business becomes your driving motivation. And as I said earlier, to prove yourself right. Not having a safety net to fall back on, like in my case, and putting your absolute all, repeat that, putting your absolute all into your mission means that you can have more to lose if a business idea doesn't take off. Like life, business is never simple. But it's the challenges that life throws at us that makes us stronger, more resilient, even hungrier to succeed. This is the attitude of a true underdog who is determined to be successful. So let's all, ladies and gentlemen, be with me. Let's all encourage those who have an uphill battle. Let's all empower them by giving them hope with our words of inspiration. I didn't say give them money. Give them hope with words of inspiration. When underdogs reach their goals, they are usually the most grateful people you will ever meet and by far the best people to ask and take advice from. Even though I am no longer an underdog, I still think like one. And I pray I always will. I always want to have this wicked work ethic. I never want to take anything for granted. I always want to have the underdog mindset. I am a blessed man to have the underdog mindset. And I want to help others. If you guys know any company or any people that could use my help that would be considered underdogs, give them my information, pass along this podcast. Please share this podcast with people, rate, review, and please subscribe. Let's help out an underdog every chance we get. We have that ability, so let's use it while we're here on this earth. Thank you all for listening to the Van D Podcast. Until the next time, thank you. A Parkville Media Production.